brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. Well, look, Matt, this person's listening to the podcast again, slash, for the first time. Hello. How are you? Welcome back, slash, hi, for the first time. Exactly. Well put. Uh, it's lovely having you on board, whether you're a newcomer or you're an existing fan of the podcast. And we have quite the show in store for you. We touched on so many different topics, including whilst whilst celebrating National Cherish and Antique Day, which, yeah. by the way, is the 9th of April. I'm sure you're fully aware of that as it is. Um, we six degree to separation to the backhanded compliments you have received. Mm. Well, what an outpouring of, let's just say, grief. Some people... Listen to this one. A friend once commented on how young I look for my age. I smiled and said, thank you. To which she replied, you have very big front teeth, like a child. (laughs) And I suppose being quite fat pushes out the wrinkles. Unbelievable. I wasn't quite sure what to do with that. Love the show, says Lainey. Unfriend them, Lainey. That's what to do. Get out of there, Lainey. No one wants that poison in their lives. Dave, this was said by my ex-mother-in-law. You're quite handsome considering your parents. There's no need to bring mum and dad into it, is there? And that's from Gareth in Chiswick. As we say, plenty more of those on the way and lots more. Enjoy. Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where I'm asking for your first thoughts. I crave them. What's the first thing that popped into your head this morning when you opened your lovely eyes? And my first thought was, Richard Maidley's back on Good Morning Britain. <laughs> yes. I love it when Richard Maidley's on the television. <laughs> we thought this time with Alan Partridge had finished. Turns out it's, it's still happening <laughs> still every going. single morning while Piers Morgan's off. Well, he's kind of... He's forgotten the Partridgeisms in favour of being swearing. <laughs> he is, he's swearing that. I think, you know, because Piers Morgan's so controversial all the time and he gets headlines. Yeah. Obviously, Maidley must be thinking, I need to get some uh, some column inches this, uh, this morning. Know. If it's that, if it's that contrived. I think I he's just know. such a seasoned broadcaster, and he's off most of the year. That when he comes on, it's just like yeah. it's just it's just Richard at home. This is what we're getting, <laughs> what and like. there is now wrong with that. <laughs> Richard and Rudy is the headline. That Judy's the not even in for. this. That's Judy's so unfair. On that. <laughs> it's Charlotte it's Hawkins. It's so unfair. It's outrageous behaviour. Uh, they talk about his calamitous return to TV. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he swore twice as he filled in for Piers Morgan. Uh, then in scenes, Alan Partridge will be proud of. He claimed he could. <laughs> not remember dropping the S word while interviewing Ollie Murs. He also... <laughs> <laughs> so he said, he was told in his earpiece to apologise. He said, oh, yeah. I don't think I did this, but uh, if I did, I, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Apparently I said the word beginning in S and ending in T. And oh. then he used the D word while talking to Sadiq Khan in another section of the show. But he can't. He claims he can't remember that either. I don't <laughs> want to... Cause I, I, that's quite worrying. Yeah, <laughs> it is, isn't it? But no, that's what I mean. I think we're just getting Richard at home. I was once waiting for a screening to start and um, this was back in like 2004 or something and I had an iPod had my iPod in. It was quite yeah. a new thing at the time. Oh, right. Yeah. And uh, Richard Madeley kind of oh. came sauntering over through the room like this and he leant up against the bar and he went, hey champ, what are you listening to? Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. 
Sham. Sham. Unbelievable. Anyway, this is the perfect wow. excuse to dust off oh, the best yeah. of Richard Mayley from last time he covered on Good Morning Britain. Shall we have a little listen? Yeah. yeah. Mm. There's a lot of gold in here. Have a look. It's gone six o'clock. Look who's here. Hello. Morning TV morning. legend yeah. Richard Mayley. You see, I fluffed my first link. Um, and here is Alex with the first link. Today's weather. Hello. Hello. Good my morning. My daughter fancies you, by the way. <laughs> you look at the beach and you think, ah, oh, pretty, pretty. Lovely golden sand. That's safe. Yeah. Uh-uh. Not in certain parts of the country. Quicksand. And a horrible way to die. Why should I not be allowed a gin tea or a glass of wine with the meal yeah. on a flight because of these idiots? Having knocked someone out, which means you've given them brain damage, that's medically speaking. Do you make a lot of money? Are you ripped? Are you ripped? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. We move now from Richard Madeley into van mishaps, and this one comes courtesy of Mark. Listen to this. Dave, my first thought at four o'clock in the morning was I'm so glad I loaded my van on Friday, ready for my early start today on Tuesday. Two hours and 110 miles driven down to Wolverhampton. I've just realised my van is empty. Oh. Lots of love, Mark, about to set off back from Wolverhampton. Oh, no. That's like where you... Do, I mean, I'm not comparing the two, Mark, because you've had a nightmare, but sometimes I've dreamed I've gone through the process, the ablution process in the morning, mm. yeah. and I've gone through that laborious brushing of teeth, showering yeah. stuff that we have to do at 4am, yeah. only to realise that it's just You're at the tail bed. end of my sleep and I've got to do that <laughs> yeah. now. I, but, can't, I can't stress how much that is on a smaller scale than what these guys do. Just to give some visuals, I said, that whole thing whilst pointing longingly at Mark's text like I know that this is inferior to your story yeah. uh, two hours and 110 miles my goodness oh, the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast Absolute Radio where Dan's first thought was did I really get up in the middle of the night and eat two ginger nut biscuits and the last piece of chocolate orange the answer Dan says is yes nice. bit of midnight snacking mm. uh, Matt Dyson what's your first thought today oh amazing an update I have for you. I heard the whistle again today. The, the Victorian s- ghost whistle. Yes, and it's, it spooked me once again, and I was scared getting into the car yet again, <laughs> even though I'm an adult and I should know better. So now I've now. No, I think down. it's quite scary. What kind of time is this being blown? This is four in the morning. I'm there brushing my teeth in the bathroom and I hear the very distinct sound of an old Victorian policeman's whistle. Are you sure you haven't just, like, you just haven't cleaned your sinuses? No, out no. Of that and so, <laughs> someone, last time I mentioned it, people were saying it was tinnitus. Doctors are saying this is the onset of tinnitus. Right. But I, I'm not going mad. But it, I know well, that it's a very tinnitus and madness are linked. But no, but I, no, I'm not saying the other side. That sounded bad. I I'm probably will get tinnitus at some point because well, my headphones are too loud. Yourself. No, but, yeah, but, but hang I'm on not, a second. This is not it. This no. is not it. So what I'm saying is, what I'm trying to say is, it must come as a relief to you to know that <laughs> yes, if this is regulated, then it can't be tinnitus it, because it's, it's a happening a, once a not, week. Yeah, A, it's not tinnitus. B, I'm not going mad. C, it could be a ghost, but. More importantly, D, I've now set my uh, reminder on my phone for next Tuesday morning at 4am when I will look out of the window when the whistle goes past to see if it is the ghost of an old Victorian policeman (laughs) out pounding the streets of my village at 4am. Or, as another theory suggests, some people have said it may just be someone walking their dog with a dog whistle. Well, that's just... So, <laughs> so it's either spooky police spectre from yeah, Victorian yeah, England yeah. or someone who's so rude that, that it just beggars belief. Yeah, well, Who gonna, blows a whistle at 4 o'clock exactly, in the morning? It's so selfish, isn't it? In the little village. Yeah, and so if it's selfish. a dog whistle, then that means the big reveal is you're a dog. Yes, I oh, yeah. can hear it. If I can hear it, I'm on the same wavelength. Either that or everything crossed your team wolf. Please be team wolf. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, next week, next week, 4 a.m., I'm going to solve the mystery. 
And if it is a dog walk, I'm going to give him a piece of my mind out the window. Well, rightfully so, and we look forward to the update as well. Uh, Emma Jones, what are your first thoughts today? I walked into this little gallery that we sitting behind the glass, and I thought, what is that smell? Oh, don't do this to me. <laughs> I wasn't, wasn't going to mention any names, but it smells like a brewery in here. Oh. Some wow. yeasty bread has been left in our cupboard for, I would take a guess, at two or three months. I've never seen anything like yeasty it. Yeasty bread. So, uh, just to set the tone, I know many of you will know this already, but um, uh, Matt and I are in this studio, and um, Emma and Glenn are behind some glass. It means that they can prepare the news and the sport and stuff whilst we're doing this stuff or we're listening to the music. Uh, that's how it works. Uh, Emma likes to have the temperature set in the second that's studio. That's actually to a misconception. Degrees. That's Glenmore. Uh, he okay. likes it at 28. Do you like it at 28? I do now, but it's, be- it's become like it. a Stockholm syndrome esque attachment. I never it used is. to like it. It is. Um, so, wow. whilst this has all been going on, Someone's been baking some old bread behind the I cupboard. I said it left some bread and it has been fermenting um, oh. for a long time. I completely forgot it existed, so, um, you know, I, I, I'm not the problem. Emma's the one who discovered it, so it's her problem now. <laughs> it's okay once you're in here because you get kind of used to, used it. to it, but when you walk used back in, used to, used to it. There you go. When you walk back in, it really hits you and it's uh, it's not pleasant. Oh, right, wow. okay. It's got, like, go. it's got Santa on the bag. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> horrible. Yeah. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Time for Matt Dyson and his social ammo. What's yeah. trending? What are people um, talking about online? What's going on the well, socials, man? Well, the big story, a lot of people talking about the end of Fleabag oh. last night, which, which we haven't seen, have we? So, no, don't. I no mean, spoilers. it's my no, favourite no TV show for years, and it's the last one ever, because uh, the woman who plays her sister was on uh, BBC earlier this week saying there are going to be no more. This is the end of it. I hope she's ill-informed. I really do. <laughs> yeah. I hope the I, know, I quite wrong. like it. I quite like just two series. You know, I'm, I'm so taken with it, and I do believe it's one of the best pieces of British television there's ever been, that I thought last week's episode was the last episode, and I've spent the entire week just thinking what a deep and meaningful ending that was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Embarrassingly, I've just said in front of producer Sam and Matt Dyson in this studio here that it, what she did, which was brilliant, was she let the audience do the hard work with that ending. <laughs> yeah. right. And I've so developed this whole didn't. thing. <laughs> there's one more episode. Now you get a bonus episode. That's, uh, that's <laughs> a bit embarrassing, isn't it? <laughs> You'll do all the hard work for the audience. So yeah. uh, thanks for that feed. Oh, it's just so good, though, isn't it? But yeah, this is the last one ever. So um, a lot of people are reacting to that. And Killing Eve is coming back, though. That's the light on the yeah. horizon but in terms of good TV. Fleabag Killing Eve and Flack. If you didn't watch Flack, watch oh, Flack. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. And The Last Partridge was amazing. It's been a good time for uh, TV comedy at the it moment. certainly has. Uh, Killing Eve, though, has been shown in America before it's shown here, which is ridiculous. Mm. So everyone's seen it over there, but we still haven't got a release date for when it's coming out. Oh, because it's, a, it's a co-production isn't yeah, it, between the BBC, BBC and BBC America else. and yeah. all that, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, uh, the other big story uh, this morning is uh, a writer called James Coley, uh, who has uh, said that he's... Uh, Having um, push-throughs from the BBC Science Focus magazine on his phone, which sound like an annoying child. Uh, so he says he's accidentally set up push notifications for the science magazine, and it's like being followed by an inquisitive but annoying child. So he keeps getting <laughs> updates uh, from BBC Science Focus magazine right. asking questions to, that are in the form of clickbait to try and get him to go and read the articles. But he just gets loads every every couple of days. Why am I 
I seeing stars after bumping my head? What would happen if there was no moon? Where do sound waves end up? Do pants die of old age? Why do British people talk about the weather so much? Can smells pass through liquids? Ask your mother! <laughs> exactly. So now he's, he's, he's living my life, uh, but even though he hasn't got children, which is amazing. So be careful what you sign up to. Let me ask you this while we're on the subject, because obviously I've got all of this to look forward to and to come. Do mm. you... Are you honest with the girls when they're asking these inquisitive questions? You know, why do you get stars when you bump your head? Do you see stars when you bump your head? Do you try and look it up? Are you honest with them? Do you you just make up an answer? Often, yeah, it's a good question. Let's all Google that now together, shall we? Let's all all look at this together, because, frankly, I can't remember. Well, there we go. Modern Parenting, encapsulated (laughs) by Matt Dyke. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. You see, being live from 6am every weekday morning gives this breakfast show the perfect platform to ask you your first thoughts and sometimes they're the purest of thoughts before you've had a chance to really get your head into the day or whether it makes any sense just put it in a text and send it so for example uh, these are just some of the things that we've been tackling this morning uh, the literal german translation of q is waiting snake oh. <laughs> uh, tradition is just peer pressure from dead people <laughs> do dogs have four armpits the word um. shorter is longer than the word longer Oh, wow. Scott asks, how big does a fish finger get before it is a fish cake? It's more of a, sh- uh, it's it's a shape, shape, isn't yeah. it? Well, also, yeah. different, uh, different, made of different, different things. Different ingredients. Mashed potato is in a fish cake where it is not in a fish finger. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, there we go, Scott. That's pathetic go. of me. <laughs> uh, Glenn, what was your first thought? Where You've got loads stored in your little box in the studio, probably, have you? That's my yeah. Oh, fish fingers. Oh, really? This is my reputation <laughs> now. Well, I'm about to make things worse. My, first thought, is, my first thought is, where are, where are my pillowcases? Um, I've, got about, <laughs> I've got about four or five pillows in my room. Have you? No, no, no. I am strictly a one a one pillower person. Right, yeah. um, on your circular bed that rotates. But my Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah. But my girlfriend's a switch it's a and it all changes like quagmire. I heard it was a water bed. But my girlfriend insists on having like four pillows. Right, yeah. and it's absurd. Like she needs to be able to sleep like fully, like sat upright essentially. Yeah, yeah. Well, like at a ninety degree angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so um, I, I don't know how this happened. One of my pillowcases went missing, and then over the course of a few weeks after that, a couple more went missing, and now I've lost I've lost three pillowcases, what? and I've just got three like uncovered pillows, which oh, look disgusting. We, nice. t- we touched on the Great Escape yesterday. Do you think someone's walking out of your flat and just like just gradually letting out pillowcases out their jeans? <laughs> I don't know where they are, but it ma- like it makes my room look horrible. So oh. you, so your your unsheathed pillowcase uh, pillow oh. isn't isn't something that you really want everyone seeing. No, no, I I, I don't at all. And also, I don't oh, know. I, I know that like you lose socks. In the wash, but like pillowcases, pillow which is a sock for your pillow, but yeah. it's still wow, well, yeah, it's a big sock. Yeah, it is a giant. Sock. Yeah, so I'm glad the bed's going through what I often have to go through when I lose socks. But it's just, it's a dreadful situation to be in. My room looks horrible. So let's leave first thoughts for your Tuesday morning with one of the biggest questions of all. Where do all the pillowcases go? <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. If you're just joining us here on The Breakfast Show, we are investigating the curious case of the missing pillow sheaths. <laughs> Dave... Don't call them cases anymore. <laughs> They're not cases from now on. Dave, has Glenn tried laying flat on his circular bed, staring at the mirrored ceiling in an attempt <laughs> to locate the pillowcases? Yeah, I should probably just... Uh, I should probably do that. 
We have a genuine um, solution, possibly, to your problem. Mm. The missing pillowcases are often eaten by your duvet cover. Look inside the big one to find the missing yes, sheet. That's I, true. I, I'm afraid I, I've looked You've within. Checked. You've checked. I've already checked. Uh, that was, my, that was no. one of my first ports of calls. I do appreciate the uh, the suggestion, yeah, but it's what, yeah. they're not in there. Also, I've got a solution for that. Do your duvet up when you wash it, and oh, other laundry won't get wow. stuck inside. Life my other one is don't wash your duvet. <laughs> don't, just, don't just leave it. Throw all your pillows sheaves out the window and leave that dirty. <laughs> uh, right, coming up next, we want to talk about the junk in your trunk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. Warm welcome to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Well, I'd like to dedicate this next part of the show talking about the hashtag junk in your trunk. Effectively, the stuff you've got in your car that really you should throw away or finally move into the house or to the skip or, yeah. or wherever it should belong. This is because, as you know, I have a little bit of a bugbear when it comes to Matt Dyson's wallet because it's just, it's so ridiculously chunky because it's full of stuff that he no longer needs but refuses to throw away. And, and last week commented, it was just a throwaway comment, um, that his, his car is like his wallet but on wheels. And it, it, it <laughs> yeah. made me shudder. Oh, well, it's out of sight, out of mind, isn't it? You, get, you can leave a lot of things in the car and just never see them for a long time. Talk of shuddering, I got into our car the other day yeah. and um, my wife had um, left a uh, empty Pepsi Max bottle in the, in the little drinks holder yeah. with um, a piece of chewing gum stuck onto the top. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's such a slob, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> how how dare you? I, I feel I should defend her honour or something, I, but you're right. You're, you're right. <laughs> she, no, no, she's not. Is not good. She's not. Obviously, she just, obviously no, she's she's got the baby in the back of the yeah, car. She yeah. took it out, stuck it there. It's fine, it, I that but it stayed yeah, there like for a good it. few yeah. days. You know, it really did. Um, so this is what we'd like to discuss. And you can text us or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Many of you already have started. Jack says, I'm sure I'm not the only one, but saw sachets slash pots left over from the drive-thru. Uh, I keep them just in case we need just them. Just in case. Just nice to have them in the glove box just <laughs> yeah. around. A dirty old crabbing line, says Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. It would be handy if I ever got stuck in traffic near the sea, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, we have a kid's polystyrene surfboard. It's been in the car since last July. Oh, yeah, that, <laughs> it happens. Uh, Dave, I have a toaster that someone gave me to pass on. It still rolls around in the boot when I go around corners. <laughs> oh, me can't be to get rid of it. From Janine. Excellent. Um, Matt, what have you got in the car? What's, what's the joke well, in your I've truck? I've got the obligatory charity shop bag full of clothing, as Glenn mentioned last week. Mm. Um, so you always waiting to be taken to a charity shop. That's always Never there. Never quite makes it, does it? Um, everyone who's ever driven in France will have an old breathalyzer in the car at some point because you have to have one when you're driving. Oh, France, do you? Well, weirdly, yeah. Uh, I've got uh, f- pink um, fishnet... fishnet fishing nets. <laughs> <laughs> pink fishing Again, net. if you're driving through France, you do need them. <laughs> you have to, they insist so, on. I, I, I was planning on going to France, so I need a breathalyzer and pink fishnets. <laughs> fishing well, nets. What do you get up to? I Sorry. went to Paris just now. With the lads, it was very tight. <laughs> Pink fishing nets. But the weird thing, the weirdest thing I found in my old car when I cleared it out was a, a, an old sweaty Nottingham Forest shirt once worn by an actual Forest player, the, uh, our former central defender Matt Mills, who's currently playing his trade in the Indian Super League for Club uh, Pune City, which I didn't realise. I've had it in there for about three years. Someone gave it to me after he played a match uh, against QPR. They handed me the shirt. I didn't really know what to do with an old sweaty Forest 
shirt, put it in the, in the boot of my car, and it just stayed there. Well, I hope he's not listening in India, because that'd be <laughs> awful. <laughs> no, no. Do they think you're one of like the kit lads or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what. I still Give don't it know to the hairy kit man. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, boy. The, the hairy kit man. Great new nickname. For and it. also, just a lovely thought of your weekend attire. There you are in a dirty old forest shirt, <laughs> and then your pink fishnets. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. The stuff in your car that's really time probably to clear out of there. Um, And of course, having junk in your trunk can lead to disasters, as Adam discovered, because he has a can of spray adhesive in his car that he once mistook for de-icer and glued oh. his whole car. <laughs> <laughs> now, they're Adam's oh, words on a text, not mine. Amazing. I glued my whole car. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> oh, bless you, Adam. Uh, we got any tweets, Matt? A couple coming in. I keep a VHS tape of grease in the boot at all times. <laughs> uh, someone called Cookie Urch also has a spatula. Spatula? Just in, the, in the boot, yeah. Don't know why. How helpful. Uh, Emma Jones, have you got junk in your trunk? Yeah, well, we've got quite a small flat, so I just see the car as an extension of the storage space. Storage, yeah, Yeah. it's good for storage. But the thing we've had in there for about two years floating around, and like Glenn was saying with the charity shop bag, we sometimes move it back into the house when we need room in the car and then we we switch it around. But it's a big bag of carrier bags that we keep meaning to recycle (laughs) because the carrier bag drawer in the flat is overflowing. Yeah. So we just carry around this big bag of bags with us. (laughs) Yeah. Big bag for life. Um, Glenn, is there more junk in your trunk than you've already divulged on the show? aside from the two bin bags full of close to, to, to the charity shop our, our TV broke um, a few months ago and we finally got a new TV and so we've moved the, the previous broken TV that's now in my car so that's going to no. go to the tip at some point but so also around 2025 my only worry is that the, it's not fully covered in the car so like people walking past can see it and so obviously I'm worried that someone would break into my car and steal the broken TV but at the same time that yeah. would take it off it, my yeah, hands yeah, yeah it's true yeah. thanks it's very very true also when you've got all this stuff in it you're going to spend a lot more on petrol because of the weight of the car that you're weighing down yeah. mm. you've got to think about this if they can get in without breaking a window or whatever I suppose but honestly you're welcome to it yeah don't try <laughs> my licence plate is <laughs> <laughs> so don't try that with Adam's car because you'll realise it's stuck to the back. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the, the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. We're asking about the junk in your trunk. Basically, the rubbish in your car. Listen to this. Dave, I've got 2017's Christmas tree in my car in a bin bag. What? It's a real tree that I chopped down <laughs> oh, no. to take to the tip. It lives on from Matt in Stoke. Whoa, that's a long time. But what happened to 2018s then? It yeah, jumped yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It skips a generation. <laughs> <laughs> Dave and the gang, I have a pillow with a face on it. Like a teddy bear and a pillow had a baby. My grand gave it to me a year ago. It's too terrifying to have in the flat, so it lives in the car. That's from Victoria. I will take it off your hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Glenn's desperate for any kind of pillows at the moment. They keep disappearing. Yeah, sorry, not center. just like any pillow with a face on it. I just want to, in case anyone's just tuned in like now. <laughs> it's just a little thing that he has. I can't explain it. We're all different people, aren't we? Um, a picnic blanket. That came in very handy last week when I needed a shower in work, but I've forgotten my towel. Uh, <laughs> oh, picnic no. blanket traditionally made of that kind of rug. Uh, yeah, mm. travel rug. Drying yeah. stuff down Ooh. with that, Emma. Thank you very much indeed. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, home of this little bad boy. Five words. Five grand. Absolute Radio.
Yes, five words, five grand. It's radio's easiest game to play, but the hardest one to win. And having a go this morning in West Sussex, we have Lee. Good morning, Lee. Good morning, Dave. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you today? Very good, very good, thank you. Lovely. Well, what a charm it is having you on board. How are you feeling ahead of your appearance on Five Words, Five Grand? Very nervous. OK, very nervous. Have you been playing along at home and how successful have you been in the past? Uh, I've been very, very unsuccessful. <laughs> <laughs> OK, stop bigging yourself up, Lee, OK? Um, of course, you get to play with a member of the team. Um, if yep. you got to choose, who would you pick? Uh, I think a proven winner, Emma. The proven oh, winner that is Emma. I say? Every time. 100%. Well, of course, yeah. since we brought back Five Words, Five Grand, we've also introduced the player generator. I'm about to spin it and we will discover who you're going to be playing alongside this morning. Here we go. Five Words, Five Grand. Player generator. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Moore. Free choice. Free choice. Oh, 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 nice. That is our first time, Matt. You're absolutely right. So uh, you get to choose who you're playing with. I presume it's going to be Emma. Yep, definitely. Yeah. All right. Everyone's Emma. Everyone's forgotten about drum lag, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> a week's a long time in politics. People <laughs> really move on. Her PR people have been doing a fine work <laughs> right all that way. So, Emma, put the headphones on so you can't hear anything. Right. Uh, for any newcomers, I'm going to give Lee five words. Lee gives us the first word that pops into his mind. A little later, we'll get Emma's five words. If all five match, and it has happened just once before, then Lee wins £5,000. Lee, good luck. Your first word this morning is full. Up. Oh, was that a creeping through the door? door. Yeah. <laughs> was no door. Even and then a train whistle. There's <laughs> no door open. This is really. So Emma's going to have to do a door squeak sound effect. Oh, yes. <laughs> Ghostly whistle. <laughs> Yet again. Anyway, sorry. Sorry, Lee. Here we go. Your second word twin. Brother. Hill. Shoe. <laughs> Shoe? Heel, as in H-E-E-L. Oh, heel. No, right. Dave, heel. your pronunciations heel. is oh, no, causing absolute H chaos. H-I-L-L. Heel. Heel. Top. Great. <laughs> I thought you totally lost it for a minute there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, of shoe. course, when I think heel of hills, shoe. I think of shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Tooth. Pick. And finally, Egg. Bacon. OK, Lee. We have your five words. We're getting Emma's next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Five words. Five grand. Absolute Radio. How are you feeling, Lee? I reckon I've kept up to my normal standards, Dave. <laughs> I think you've given a good selection. Don't say anything, because Emma's now kind of back in the room, so to speak. I think there's a good selection, apart from the uh, you misheard one of the words and we thought you totally lost the plot. I think we're, <laughs> I think we're back on track. Um, and we could probably blame that on my diction, so it's not even your fault. Uh, OK, here we go. 
Emma, saying five words, match okay. all five. Win Lee £5,000. And your first word this morning is full. Up. Yes! Yes. 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 Good. Twin. Bed. Oh. oh. Brother. Oh. Twin brother. Unlucky Lee. Sorry, mate. Sorry, uh, Lee. You'll be in a twin bed tonight, Dave, now. <laughs> <laughs> what, because you haven't won five words, five grand, your partner's going to make you sleep separately? <laughs> that is harsh. <laughs> I didn't realise that losing on this could be a kind of sofa effect. Yeah. <laughs> Ruling with an iron fist in the Lee household there. Um, OK, let, let's play along. Let's see how many we can okay. match up here. Um, Hill. Side. Top. Mm. Tooth. Pick. Yes. yes. That's good, that's good. Egg. And spoon. Spoon. <laughs> <laughs> and yet they all clamour for Emma, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Two words. <laughs> Drum leg and spoon. <laughs> the crime fighting duo no one asked for. Come on, drum leg. I'll get spoon. <laughs> uh, bacon is what Lee went for. Uh, Lee, it was a good set of answers. And Emma, to be fair, it was a good set of answers as well. And unfortunately, they do need to match. That's the point of five words, five grand. Uh, enjoy yourself sleeping on the sofa tonight, Lee. And thank you for tuning into the show. You take care, my Cheers, friend. Guys. Lots of love now. Lots of love. Five words, five grand. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. It's a Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio where we have been accused of not tackling national days enough in the past and that's something that I wanted to remedy. Um, So, happy National Cherish and Antique Day, everyone. Of course, a true antique is officially defined as being at least 100 years old. This means that if your nan lives to be 100 years old, then you can technically call her an antique and it's okay. (laughs) Your nan is not to be confused with the acronym NAN, which means not a number. Another thing that's not a number is the letter U. (laughs) (laughs) Bear with me. That could have been anything. (laughs) (laughs) Another thing that's not a number is a dog. The letter U is often used as an abbreviation for the word U. Yeah. So what I want to know here on the Tuesday morning is what is the most backhanded compliment you have ever received or given? <laughs> That's how we're celebrating National Cherish and Antique Day. And I'd like to start, if I may, with producer Mark, who is he's unwell at the moment. He's oh, got a yeah. bit of flu. Um, his daughter bought something back from nursery, so we wish him a speedy recovery. Um, but Mark, even though we haven't asked for this, every time we finish a talky bit, he likes to chuck a little compliment our way. Yeah. And normally they reach the heady heights of things such as, and I wrote this one down, that was quite good, that. <laughs> <laughs> So thanks so much, producer Mark. I'm feeling hyped now for the next talky bit. Um, Matt Dyson, is there a backhanded compliment you've received or Um, given? Apart from often being damned with faint praise by producer Mark, uh, most people say to me when they meet me if they listen to the show, oh, you sound much younger than you look. (laughs) 
Have a great day, big guy. I sound young and hip. Yeah, that's good. I am basically a cherished antique myself, to be honest. The irony of saying at least I sound young and hip. That's not lost on me. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. You're looking well. Put on weight. Yeah. <laughs> what did I look like last time you saw me? Glenn on Twitter is, is, is quite in touch with this one. When you haven't seen them in years, you know you've put on about three stone. You're looking well. It's such mm. a loaded it is yeah, it is, isn't it? Healthy. Yeah. You're looking well, yeah. It gets worse. Um, this is, we're talking backhanded compliments, by the way. A former colleague once told me that I was the biggest underachiever in the office. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so that is impressive. Yeah. I'm still not entirely sure if that's a backhanded compliment or an insult, says Alison. Mm. Yeah, you should be doing better. Yeah. Uh, Gemma's uh, texted us saying, I'm currently pregnant, Dave. Well, congratulations, Gemma. I'm so pleased for you and the family. And her one is, Oh, look how massive you are. <laughs> <laughs> Looking rounder and fuller in the face. <laughs> now, nobody, fuller even if face. blessed with child, wants to say they look fuller in the face, no, do they? No, no one needs really to not. hear that as a backhanded compliment. Keep them coming. 8, 12, 15. Glenn, is there a backhanded compliment that you've received or given? Yeah, there was one I received um, a few years ago. A friend of mine was openly Facebook stalking me, like, just sat next to me and was going through Facebook photos for about eight years ago and she went, God, you you used to be fit. (laughs) And I was really sort of like... But there was part of me that... This is like a few years ago. This is about four or five years ago. It was part of me in my head. I was like... Oh, I think she likes me. <laughs> play it cool, Glenn, play it cool. <laughs> you used to be fit. You wow. used to be oh, fit. That's awful. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. We're doing the six degrees of national days, and that has led us from today being National Cherish and Antique Day to what is the most backhanded compliment you've ever received. There was a whole load of degrees in the middle of this, but we won't go into them again. Uh, and joining us right now, someone who wishes to remain... Anonymous. They okay. want their, their name to, to be private, and we respect that. And whenever somebody wants to do that on this show, we change their name to one of the characters from the video game Street Fighter 2. And on line one right now, we have Blanca. Good morning, Blanca. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I'm afraid I don't know Street Fighter 2, so I don't know if Blanca's a compliment or a, a backhanded <laughs> Blanca is a bit of a backhanded compliment, because whilst on one hand he was very, very good, and you yeah, could, you could complete Street Fighter with him, yes. he is also a green Brazilian beast who lives in a swamp. Yes. Well, I don't think I'm quite, I'm quite that dark. <laughs> he could turn himself days. electric. Well, we can change. Yeah. You can be Ken or Dal Sim or E Honda. We can change <laughs> yeah, it around. E Honda. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, E Honda, tell us about your backhanded compliment. We believe this took place some years ago when you applied yeah. for promotion at work. I did, and um, I'd not had an interview for about... I'm going to give you some context. I hadn't had an interview for about 10 years. I'd been at the same organisation. And I wrote in, and I got shortlisted, and I had the interview. And actually, I did think the interview didn't go very well, um, because I had flashbacks afterwards of saying things, thinking, oh, my God, did I say that? Oh, yes, I know the feeling. (laughs) I get it around 10am every day. (laughs) (laughs) About two days afterwards, I got a phone call I sitting at my desk and it was um, the lady who was to become my boss and she'd led the interview and she said, um, despite a very poor performance interview, you were the best um, candidate uh, and I would like to offer you the job. Congratulations. What a backhanded way of getting a job. Worse than the bunch. <laughs> 
You were awful, but no one else applied. Yeah. That was a really <laughs> poor standard. Well, actually, so. I was, at the time it occurred to me, I thought, who else has applied? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Blanca, it has been a real pleasure having you on the show. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Take Bye. care now. Lots of love. Dave, my nan said to me more than once, I like your new haircut. It doesn't make your face look as fat as the old one did. <laughs> <laughs> she also once said to my sister-in-law, you sound like Scylla Black before she went posh. <laughs> <laughs> my Excellent. nan, we, t- we took little Evie to see my nan and yeah. um, she said, oh, he's a big boy. And I went, oh, it's, it's a girl, <laughs> nan. And nan honestly went, still big. <laughs> <laughs> The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Time, as promised, for Matt Dyson's social ammo. Matt, I think we're all aware the big trending topic this morning is. Well, he's still trending, even now. Richard he's still Madeley. trendy. <laughs> he's still trendy. He's just so <laughs> damn trendy. Richard Madeley is back on your telly, and uh, he is causing a, a storm once again. I mean, whenever he comes on telly, he causes some controversy. He's filling in for Piers Morgan, who's Mr. Controversial himself. So, you know. But Madeley offers a different kind of controversial <laughs> yeah, much more broadcasting sort of, stance. Much more partridge esque, as we found out yesterday when he was on Good Morning Britain and he swore twice. He said the S word while interviewing Ollie Murs and then the D word when having a serious debate with Sadiq Khan. He used the D word. He then said he can't, he couldn't remember saying them but still apologised for them on air anyway because uh, I don't know what he thought I happened. absolutely adore him. As I touched on earlier, I was the, the iPod had just come out. It was about 2003 yes. and I was waiting to go into a screening and I just had my headphones in, and he came into the screening room. And he came across the room. <sighs> Two-piece suit on, obviously, shirt open to the sure, belly button. Sure, <laughs> He leant on the bar and he went, Hey, champ, what are you listening to? <laughs> I kind of slowed to my headphones out, thinking, you know, I'm in the presence of a god here, and I went, uh, the, the white stripes. He went, cool. Cool. <laughs> wow. had, had you ever met him before? <laughs> no. What? No, I just think he was kind of pointing at the... Um, he was pointing at the iPod, like, you know, I know what's going on Yeah, wow. wow. MP3 but fans, I love him. Yeah. I think he's great. I like I like a bit of partridge in my life. What can yes, I say? Yeah, yeah, and it's good to have him back on the TV anyway. He re- when he was recent, I think it was a couple of years ago, someone made a montage of all his best bits uh, when he made a comeback and sounded very much like partridge, which we can hear again now. All the condensed best bits, so you don't actually have to sit through an episode of that show. <laughs> It's gone six o'clock. Look who's here. Hello. TV Hello. legend yeah. Richard Madeley. You see, I fluffed my first link. Um, and here is Alex with the first link <laughs> today's Hello. Hello, good my morning, you My daughter fancies you, by the way. <laughs> you look at the beach and you think, ah, oh, pretty, pretty, lovely golden sand, that's yeah. safe. Uh-uh, not in certain parts of the country. Quicksand and a horrible <laughs> way to die. How do you knock someone out, which means you've given them brain damage, that's medically speaking. Do you make a lot of money? Are you rich? Are you rich? Uh, yeah. Are you, <laughs> are you able to make good money? Do, do um, people I, just I want to know? Well, I just want to know if, no, if there's money no, to be no. made. I'm not, I'm not, yeah. uh, it used to be, you just used to see a guy beaten to a pulp, basically. You know Gabby Roslin, the presenter? <laughs> Once I saw her in a restaurant and I was chatting to her and she was super thin and slim and looking great and I said, said Gabby, are you, are you expecting? So she went, no, what are you suggesting? Well, it was all right, we had a laugh. And then Julie got pregnant very quickly again, it was an accident. Sorry, Chloe, but it's you were, and you, know it, and you know it. <laughs> All right, then let's move on. Here's Lucy oh, see with no. first look at today's weather. And this morning, she's up on the ITV roof. <laughs> there it is. Wow. Thanks, yeah. Richard. <laughs> 
Poor Chloe Maidley doesn't come out of it well, does she? No. no. Just to confirm, on national television, you were a mistake. <laughs> you what a horrible it. thing to do. And you know it. Uh, that wasn't a compilation, by the way. That was just one talking. <laughs> <laughs> That went out live this time last year. Incredible. Uh, Thank you very much indeed, Matt Dyson. Yes, your trending topics have now all been farmed. Consider yourself socially armed. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Six degrees of national days led us from National Cherish and Antique Day, which is today, all the way to the most backhanded compliment you've ever received. So many of these. Thank you very much indeed for getting in touch. It's always such a charm. Mark in Essex says, Upon meeting my girlfriend's best friend for the first time, she looked at me and said, You're strangely attractive, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Strangely attractive. Nice. Dave, I went to Comic-Con last year dressed as a goblin with full green face paint and had more than one person say, Green suits you? (laughs) I still have no idea what to do with that, says Jay. Uh, And finally, from Anthony, you're looking well. Have you been ill? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Anthony. Uh, Sam in Caldecott's boss once said to him, uh, great idea, that. Can't believe that came from you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mike C, an ex once called me handsome in an unusual way. (laughs) (laughs) And Fran Chapman in Southall says, I'm showing a colleague some of my wedding photos. He said, very nice. You don't look like you. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of the worst, isn't it? Um, If you're just joining us, you've missed some fantastic backhanded compliments. The best way of enjoying them is to download the daily podcast from all the usual places. It'll be available in about an hour. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Yes, it's daily smash time, everybody. Phones at the ready. We always take inspiration from the show that has been before. And today, we're inspired by our love of all things Fleabag and Flack, our favourite TV shows of the moment. And we're inspired by the fact that Matt has confessed when we did our Junk in Your Trunk feature to having some pink fishnets. <laughs> he, of course, meant fishing, fishing nets. Fishing nets. Fishing nets yeah, that yeah, belong to yeah. his daughters. So, fishy TV shows is what we're after. Right. At 8, 12, oh, 15. Okay. Here we go. I've got Watch Cod. <laughs> Thank you. I've got Ballyfish Angel. Oh, yes. very good. <laughs> but to, to finish to, to finish with here this morning, I have a double whammy. Whoa. Oh, I have a double whammy in a television show that has just three words in its title. Wow! Come on, so then. that means two of those words are puns. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Hake me trout. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Me trout. Thank you, Matt Dyson. Very what have you got? good. I've got traffic cops. Um, <laughs> come brine with me. Oh yeah. And I've also got a double hitter with a, a TV show with three words in the title. All right, mate, we can all do it. <laughs> the classic US sitcom, Brill and Dace. Brill and Dace? <laughs> yeah. Will and Grace. Brill and Dace. It's fantastic. Two lesser known fish. Emma Jones, let me bring you in here. What you got? I've got a double whammy too. Oh, oh all right, all right, mate. The Skate British Hake Off. Oh! oh different very levels. nice. I've got Eel or No Eel. Wow. And I'm a celebrity, get me trout of here. Oh, oh very good. That's very one of nice. the best selections we've ever had Thank you. in the Daily mm. Smash. Glenn. Uh, angler management. <laughs> uh, a place in the sun. <laughs> uh, and nice. keeping up with the Kardashians. Oh, oh, there it is. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Catch of the day. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Of course. Fishy it's TV shows. In the face, Catch it? of the day. Shrimp My Ride. <laughs> from David. Brilliant. Fishing Line of Duty from Alice. 
Going for gold, fish, from Neil. Of course, of course. Wheel of Fortune. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Plankety Plankton. Oh, oh very yes. good. Very That's from good Douglas. The Shrimpsons. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and Beavis and Halibut Head. <laughs> Wow. Wow. <laughs> Do we get any tweets, Matt? Of course uh, we do. Sharks and Recreation nice. from Cormac Chameleon. Quite a lot of people, including Dan Baines and Sad Face Emoji, going for News at Tench. Uh, Eel <laughs> is from Robert Wheeler. Um, one that looks better written down than it sounds out loud is Come Sardine With Me. <laughs> so, uh, but Ian James Seal has saved himself with uh, The Unskatables. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ross Holman's gone for Better Call Soul. <laughs> nice. Great work today, everybody, as always. And in fact, the Daily Smash will be back tomorrow. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Farewell, friends. Adieu. Thank you ever so much for tuning into the show today. Oh, we touched on some topics, didn't we? Oh, we did. If you don't believe me, then download the podcast. For heaven's sake, download that podcast. Mm. You can get it from all the usual places. It's free. Yesterday's was called Sexy Pastry Spine. What's not to love about that? (laughs) And today's will be called... Glenn Moore's Pillow Sheaths. Yes. <laughs> Couldn't be more vague and worrying. Open brackets, ew. Close brackets. Ew. Uh, go download it and thank you once again for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow, 6am. Have glorious Tuesdays. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.